Hi friends, welcome to episode 27 of Whispers Plant Spirit Podcast. I'm Amanda Dilday and I am standing in the South Carolina Botanical Gardens. So you're going to hear birds and bees and maybe people. And since I'm just at the entrance of the gardens, maybe the sounds of vehicles driving by. But I walked into the gardens and immediately just a few feet in, was a plant that had volunteered herself. She's a meadow rue. Um, She's right here in the middle of the ferns and hellebores at the entry of the garden. And she's taller than I am. (laughs) She's pushing past me somewhere, you know, close to seven feet tall. And I knew right away as soon as I stepped into the gardens that she was here to see me. She's a friend saying hello. A big hello. I've never seen her so tall. Um, And she's full of blossoms and blooms and bees. And there's a spider. And especially at this point in my life, which is a most definite point of transition, a pivot point, um, an ending and a beginning, it's very fitting that she's here. And I was reminded right away of the medicine that she offered to me. And I know I've spoken of her before on this podcast, but she's standing right here beside me. She won't let me leave. I keep wanting to walk forward and I can't. It's almost like she's saying, hi, congratulations, you did it. How was the medicine? Here you are. She's very happy for me. I can feel it. I can feel it. Hmm. So she taught me many things One of the most significant of which I'm aware is she helped me to adjust and correct and change my view of God, of the divine. And I hadn't even realized how dark and heavy and um, binding my view of God had been. I apparently had thought of God as maybe many of you perhaps have because of your upbringing or the culture or tradition, Um, but that God was punishing and severe and looking and watching um, for you to make a mistake, for you to sin, for you to do something that made you unworthy and undeserving, or at least even more undeserving and more unworthy than you already were to receive any good gifts. God was something of a rumpelstiltskin in the sky, tit for tat. There were no free gifts given. Everything had obligations attached and strings attached. And he was severe and um, someone to be feared and to watch your step with and that always needed to be pleased and really was never satisfied. And, um, she completely shifted that view of God for me, that view of the divine, just laid it to rest after much struggling. Um, one evening while I was healing from the abuse of my childhood, um, God is good. The divine is good. The gifts are free. There are no strings attached. There are no obligations. You are worthy. You do deserve it. And there's nothing that you could do that would make you unworthy or undeserving. The good gifts that we are given are given in love. They're given with joy. They're given open hands and freely. Um, 
There's nothing owed. There are no obligations. These things are simply given out of love. Every good gift, every perfect gift that you receive, everything that fills your hands was given out of love. And you don't have to worry about whether or not you're worthy or whether or not you deserve it or whether or not you might do something that would cause it to be taken away. That's not how things work. It's not the way that it is. Of course, we know that in life there are natural consequences to our actions. If we, if we don't choose wisely, if we don't work and act from a place of love, and then, of course, the natural consequences and the natural um, meanderings of that path are going to be difficult. Um, but we don't have to worry that there are additional burdens that will be placed upon us, and we can be sure that the divine is always loving us and rooting for us. You know, some other things that Medaru has communicated to me in the past, and even just standing right here, is that, you know, when we view the divine that way, when we think that's how the world works, we're just tight little balls, you know, just full of tension and protection because we don't know which way to move or if it's safe to do anything. But as soon as our view of the divine shifts and we realize that the divine is loving and good, that the source of all things is love, then we suddenly open so wide that our petals stretch light like fireworks shooting star light begins to shine. Our light can shine, which really is the light of the divine shining through us. We're finally open. We can be conduits for light to shine through us, and we can be lights in dark places in this world. And for those of you who experienced such thoughts of God and such thoughts of the divine, you know what I mean. Those are dark thoughts that take you to dark places, dark corners, dark dungeons, and basements, and you need light. I remember that's how Meadowview originally came to me was I asked a friend of mine as I was struggling through my own healing a question. What would you give a child that is afraid of the dark? <laughs> and isn't Meadowview fitting? Like it, those dark places where even as an adult you're afraid of the darkness in your own mind and the places your thoughts go in your heart and in your spirit. But Meadowroo shines a light, I mean just a radiant, um, what's the word, just radiating light that just blasts the darkness, fills, fills it up and out. It's so lovely right now, standing with her. I wish you could see her. I'll have to post a picture maybe on the Patreon page, or perhaps there's a way to share it here. But she's lovely. She's just lovely. And there's three bees that are just making love to her and enjoying her light and the pollen that she's offering. You know, she also taught me, she was the first plant that I enjoyed her structure as an herbalist, you know, for years. I've looked at so many plants, but she was the first one where I enjoyed her structure. I looked at her structure and it was lovely to me and I loved how she was put together and what she communicates to me is that beauty and structure can come together and be lovely. You know, structure does not have to be harsh and rough. Again, back to this idea of the divine, of 
just rigidness, you know, and then there's no beauty there. You know, there's just dark brown wood, even gray. And there's no, there's no beauty here. There's strictness and rigidity and you better, you better stick with it. You better, you better toe the line. You better color inside the lines. Don't cross over. But she's not like that at all. She's like, look, look how pretty I am. Look how beautiful I am. Look at my lavender stalk and my lavender branches. And even better than lavender, she reminds me of some blueberries with some dusting on them. Um, But her structure is beautiful to me. It's lovely and it's a soft structure. And I think that's part of what she's teaching us about the divine also is that, of course, we know that there really are parameters. We all know that there are things that are on the side of darkness and things that are on the side of light. That really is just so. And so there are there are parameters. There is light and there is dark. But what she teaches us, I think, is that you don't have to be afraid of the structure. You don't have to be afraid of those guideposts along the way. You don't have to be afraid of those boundaries. There's beauty and loveliness in them and not fear. There's not fear in them. So I'll just stop there gushing about her. But what a gift on this day with what is happening in my life at the moment to come and have this particular plant ally almost seven feet tall meet me as soon as I walk into the gardens and I feel like she's celebrating with me with her flowers open and her blooms and her pollen and these bees and she's saying hi there hi there you did it we did it oh don't you feel the divine in your heart now don't you feel the kindness and love of the divine isn't it nice to be rid of that fear Isn't it nice to have that voice of the accuser gone? Isn't it lovely? Isn't it lovely to have that heart connection to the divine, to know that it looks on you with good and lovely thoughts, and that you are kept and you are protected, and there is nothing you can do that can put you outside of the love of the divine. So that's our plant medicine for today. She's lovely. If you like some early meadow rue flower essence, which is what I use, my friend Deb Vale at Grandparents of the Forest, she makes it a lovely essence there, and she's the one who introduced me to this plant, and I'll be sure to share her link in the podcast notes. I hope that was good medicine. You have to write me about that one. Okay, bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Whispers Plant Spirit Medicine Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard and it was good medicine for you and you'd like more, then I invite you to visit my website, www.alcamillas.com. Alcamilla is the Latin name for ladies mantle, one of my first plant allies. And Alcamilla means the little alchemist. So head over and visit The Little Alchemist, www.alchemillas.com, A-L-C-H-E-M-I-L-L-A-S. And there you'll find more medicine, more podcast episodes, some online classes on sexual trauma, also a class on tulip poplar, the tree that's one of my dearest plant allies. There's a link to my book, Flowers for a Girl, Plant Medicine and Sexual Trauma, And also a place you'll find called Story Sessions where you can schedule a consultation with me either in person or long distance 
where I listen to you and to your story and what's going on with you emotionally, physically, and otherwise, and then offer you plants as allies so that you can continue on your journey. Also, you'll find a link there, I believe, on the podcast page for Patreon so that if you'd like to support this podcast and the other herbal work that I'm doing, you can for as little as $2 a month via Patreon. And as a gift to you to say thanks, if you decide to sign up for my newsletter, I have a blueberry class, a lovely half hour or so class on blueberry medicine, which is another one of the plants that I hold dear in my heart. She is full of rich medicine. And so I offer that class to you as a thank you for visiting and signing up for my newsletter. So thank you again so much for listening. I hope you visit the website and find more medicine. And I would love to hear from you. So you can email me at alcamillas at gmail.com. And so until the next episode, I just pray that your basket is full and you have good medicine. Thanks so much.